Hey, everybody. Fantastic episode of the morning show today. We talk about the increase in liquidity on the NFT side, seeing some rallies after the Sotheby's Three Arrows Capital auction on the art market and some isolated collections in the NFT space. But then the big talk of the show is ordinals, Bitcoin ordinals, BRC20s, everything in the Bitcoin NFT world. There's a lot of action there, and it feels a lot like early Ethereum NFT days, early uh, Nifty Gateway days. So we really dive into that. We touch on PSYOP and what the current state of affairs is there, whether that's a rug pull. Overall, it's a fantastic episode of the show. The free NFT today is brought to you by Cyber Stadium, our very own Kix's gaming entity, Cyber Stadium. If you go to the nifty.com slash claim and put in the password arena one, A-R-E-N-A, and then the number one, that will get you the free NFT. Hope you enjoy the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the NFT Morning Show. If it is your first time listening, we run the show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10, 15 a.m. Eastern Time, each and every week, where we discuss all things NFTs, crypto, technology, entertainment, gaming, finance, and just about everything in between. I'm your host, P.O., here with my co-host, Nifty Nick, funniest man in the business. I'm sure he'll be on the show at some point. We got Signal, the host of the Artist Spotlight series at the Nifty. She's also weather reporter extraordinaire. Love hearing her takes on the NFT market and what is going on in the NFT art world. Uh, we got Easy, the uh, dog behind Bodogos. He does have to get on the Twitter stage. Dog behind Bodogos, the host of GMGM Market Talk, day trader extraordinaire. Nobody follows the market across chains the way this guy does. Kicks, Repping his sophisticated pudgy penguin, a nod to his previous identity in Web3. He is the founder and CEO, co-founder and CEO of Crypto Raiders. Uh, they dropped Cyber Stadium, a very cool NFT gaming initiative where 100% of the prize pool goes directly to the players. You might hear more about that today. Uh, we- that's what I'm talking about. That's that uh, cyber stadium call. We got Clemente, the man behind the scenes, the producer of the show, would not be able to do the show without him. We have Spencer of Spencer Ventures representing for institutional capital in the NFT space. Top performing NFT fund, we all think. Uh, if somebody feels that another fund is performing better, they should let us know. To me, it's all Spencer, uh, Spencer Ventures these days. And last but not least... We have Bunny. Bunny, your bio just says nature sucks. Yeah, dude, I can't stop sneezing, man. My allergy's been killing me for like a week. At the sinus. Did you say that? Well, well, Clemente titled this show "Nature Is Healing." Are you trying to take the opposite? Huh. Uh, you know, the opposite take on that. That was coincidental, man. I didn't even see the title. <laughs> what kind of allergies do you have, Bunny? Oh, I don't know the ones that make me sneeze. Like my my eyes get itchy. What do you mean? What allergies? What am I allergic to? <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. The stuff that makes me sneeze. <laughs> Bunny, I'm not, uh, not going to lie. It sounds kind of soft. What's that soft? Having allergies? <laughs> you ever heard of Claritin, dude? Like, it's like 200. You have to take that shit every day, dude. <laughs> I'm allergic to pollen, but I'm, I'm not crying about it like a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, but... You must not be that allergic. Like I see, I see, I see. You sound fine. You don't sound congested. So, yeah, that's because I'm doing incredibly well (laughs) because uh, I'm strong, not weak. And Nick also weak. 
Nick also eats locally sourced honey, which helps his body build antibodies to the the local pollen. Uh, step up your game, bunny. That's actually and alpha. locally crafted chocolate chip cookies. I don't think that. Does. Yeah, the uh, the locally sourced raw unfiltered honey uh, is uh, definitely the way Mother Nature intended for it. Nick, how you doing this morning, buddy? Doing pretty well. You know, I slept last night, which is a key part of sleeping. Um, some nights I don't. Last night I did. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. That's fantastic. I also saw, uh, watched a movie before I went to bed, which was Sisu. Have you seen this? No. Uh, the guy just kills Nazis. Interesting. So what's it's, the actual plot? Just that? Um, the plot is he found gold. Okay. And he's trying to cash it in to get a check or like cat. He's trying to get cash for it because carrying around gold is uh, inconvenient. So he wants to cash it in. Um, but this is in the middle of the war and the Nazis have lost and they're heading back. And uh, uh, they're just awful people, those Nazis. We already know that. And so he uh, literally, literally just kills them style, uh, like John Wick style. Like it's basically John Wick, but with Nazis as the enemies. Well, that's a, that's very interesting. Uh, I actually watched something last night after I finished the episode of Succession that I uh, had to catch up on. I watched Chimp Empire. Very interesting. It's from the uh, the filmmaker that made My Octopus Teacher, which was a uh, little bit of a viral hit on Netflix. Chimp Empire. He's now studying chimps. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, there's also... So I'm not familiar with Chimp Empire, but I did see... Uh, the preview for Cocaine Bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, directed by, uh, what's her name? Elizabeth, uh, I forget what her last name is. That one's supposed to be funny. Uh, I kind of wanted to see it. The reviews are awful, but the the preview looked hilarious. One of those movies, dude. The, it, the previews look horrible. Terrible. Horrible movie. <laughs> Clemente, bad take. So uh, in terms of um, uh, Cocaine Bear, the, apparently the most horrible thing about it is that like they're making it entertaining, but it's based on a true story where the bear just dies. Oh, that's terrible. That's just terrible. Because he, he did cocaine? the movie. What? You just spoiled the ending. What are you talking about? Dude, you're not supposed to see. <laughs> Dude, a bear eats pounds of cocaine and you're going to be like, yeah, he lives. He definitely does great long term. That's that's a lot. That's, that's a lot. Um, I, I saw what, the last clip in the preview and what was like, What's up with that bear? It's like, it's like the main quote. You're supposed to fill in the blank, being like, he did a lot. He of did cocaine. a lot of cocaine. Look at that, um, Nick. What do you think of? Uh, what do you make of Clemente's outfit today? Is a different style outfit from what he normally wears. Wow, he's uh, no, no, wow. No well, one's ruined for the heat. This dude. guy is literally get off the screen. He's got a stupid heat jersey. When even though he lives in Seattle and is from Seattle, you got nothing to do with Miami, bruh. The Celtics are going to come back. No, they're not. Actually, they have no backbone, no leadership, yeah. and an immature coach too. Um, it looks like the guy at, at your local Lifetime Fitness uh, <laughs> when you're playing pickup basketball. And like he's like warming up really well, and then just like chokes as soon as he gets in the game. He needs goggles. They're doing worse. The Celtics are oh, doing worse than the Knicks, man. The Knicks could have uh, probably could have uh, ended up uh, beating the uh, Celtics if they had won.
maybe a Jason Tatum uh, wants to be the the main player, but he doesn't want to be a leader at all. And I think he also doesn't want to allow anyone else to be a leader. So the only way for him to save face would be if the, like a player like Kawhi Leonard or LeBron James, like a established, already won a championship player, join the team. Because then you could be like, all right, they're the leader now because they're them, but I'm still Jason Tatum. It's actually a disaster. I would not want to be the Celtics GM. Anyway... Yeah. Today, we're going to discuss the surge in art blocks. All those different art blocks collections are pumping. PSYOP. PSYOP came back from the dead, and we're going to see where it can go from here. Bitcoin NFTs flipped Solana in 24-hour NFT volume. Uh, I mean, it's it's ordinal season right now. I know Kix knows about that. I know Easy knows about that. We're going to talk about that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, today's show is brought to you by Cyber Stadium, a product by our very own Kixie boy on this show. We're going to give away 10 gladiators, courte- courtesy of Cyber Stadium today. That's the first closed loop, or, or excuse me, Cyber Stadium is the first closed loop 100% on-chain NFT game. So if you mint today's free NFT that we drop later in the show, you have a ch- chance to win one of the 10 golden ticket versions that give you a giveaway. Kicks, what, what should people expect from this giveaway? Yo, I minted these gladiators like five days in. So these gladiators have like 45 days worth of gear. I mean, some of these got like two, three legends. They're, they're stadium ready. They're ready to go in and fight. And start printing some of that hot cash. Uh, but yeah, I mean, even if you get a, a gutter one, it's still worth probably at least 80 bucks. So uh, put some ranch on that and call it a meal. <laughs> okay. And so Cyber Stadium is uh, all the, the money in the prize pool goes to the players, right? Yep. Yeah. So uh, whenever people mint into the game or any of the secondary royalties, all of that money goes to fueling the prize pool for the game. So um, I, I think we've paid out like 120 grand so far. Um, and there's still 180 grand left, um, in the prize pool. So it's been a really good time, really awesome success. It was basically like a, a pilot program experiment for us to just see what happens when you launch an on-chain game where all of the money, uh, that players spend on the game, like flows into player prize pool. So it's like exactly like equal sum, right? There's, there's no project or person you know taking money off of the top there's no ponzinomics or anything like that so that's our our first game it's been going fantastic and then in july we're launching our next uh game in that space called midnight heist so oh look forward to that midnight heist that sounds pretty cool uh i'd like to have a an nft made of buddy playing midnight heist uh we gotta get him in there we could 100 percent get him in there as one of the characters so That'd be cool. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, love to hear that you guys were building a sustainable economy in that game. Let's get into it. Let's get into this weather report. Back to you, Kicks. Okay. I'm a little nervous because last time I did the weather report, I hit the wrong button. But you just got to have confidence in life. You can't be a good trader if you don't have confidence. I know I hit the right button. It's really loud. Well, now we're just hearing the music. You guys can hear it? I couldn't hear it. <laughs> yeah. You guys can hear it. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> Okay, okay, guys, let's just roll it back on the tape. Roll it back on the tape. Are your okay, headphones plugged into the Today computer? The 23rd of May, 2023. Volume coming in, $33.4 million. That's looking good. Blur, 15.8. OpenSea even up, 7.1. They were down in the mid-fives earlier this week. Leaders, apes, 45.5. Mutants, below 10, 9.5. Punks, below 50, 48.1. Azuki, below 15. D 
D-Gods 8.6, Captain's 8.2, Pudgies 5.7, Moonbirds 2.1. So the oldies not looking too hot, but the newbies, D-Gods and Captains and Pudgies doing well. Over the past 24 hours, Nifty Gateway announced next month that qualified collectors will earn rewards on purchases determined by lifetime uh, spend on Nifty Gateway. Potential rewards start from a few dollars all the way up to 100, uh, 100K. I spent $250,000 in Nifty Gateway, <laughs> hoping I get some free money. Blend announced two new collections, Campi Pandas and Redacted Romilio Babies. Campi saw an uplift before the official announcement, pumping from 1 to 1.4 on Sunday, while the Romilios were up 30% on the news. Ledger drama continued after the CEO acknowledged that governments could subpoena access to user funds held on a Ledger device that has subscribed to its new recovery service. So if you're doing highly illegal shit, I recommend you do not sign up to the recovery service. <laughs> Lastly, Artist Ferocious shared on a Zoom call with holders that the PFP collection is coming August, September 2023. It'll be 20K size. Paint will give access to presale, and the artist has signed a deal with Adidas. Paint has been running this past week. It's almost up 40%. At 0.42, we got some paint lovers on the stage right now. We'll see what they have to say about that. We'd be huffing it, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Quickly looking over at crypto, Bitcoin, 27.2, ETH, 1,800. Ooh, Solana, a little bit of pullback. Easy, get your shit together. 19.8, 83.4, back to you in the studio. Hey. <laughs> Nick? I was going to say one thing uh, as a quick follow-on. If you're signed up at the nifty.com, make sure you connect your Ethereum and your Solana wallet uh, we're going to be doing giveaways limited to just that. Why? Because that's how you're going to get access to uh, the Bodagos drop. So if you haven't done that, go over to the nifty.com, click on settings, and you can just connect your wallets. By the way, if you have portals in it, you can uh, use delegate cash. If you're a portal holder specifically, uh, you best be doing this. Go over to the nifty.com. Technically, I think it's slash settings and then connect your ETH wallet that has your portals. Or if you have it in a ledger, you can use delegate uh, delegate.cash in order to do that. Look at Herbivore's comment, Nick. Or if you have uh, it in a ledger, you know, the government can just give it to I, us. So there you go. I, I just, I, you're on the wrong mic. Uh, I just uh, solved the, or maybe you're just not close to it. I don't know. Um, wrong mic. Her Herbivore said, I'm scared to connect my wallets to that site. Well, that's a good thing that we have delegate.cash set up to enable you to go do that, make a hot wallet, connect it to your ledger or whatever via delegate.cash, problem solved, then you can stop posting those comments like a stupid loser. <laughs> yeah, and also you would know well in advance if Nick was gonna rug you. Like you would see some deterioration happening on the morning show. Like there would be signs, you know what I mean? He's not gonna rug you out of the blue, okay? So relax. I mean, this is a long process for me to get there. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Nick was talking about sniffing paint. If you don't connect your wallets to the site, you might as well drink some paint. You know what I mean? Anyways, <laughs> drink paint. Drink paint. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, some other updates from the Nifty Daily Digest, which is the daily. Do not do not drink uh, paint, kids. You know, for the couple of kids that are listening, I just want to be clear about that. Do not drink paint. Do not smell it. Anything like that. These are just bad things that bad people do. There you, you know, go. Don't, don't drink and paint. Get, and, and they get their ledger. They get their ledger confiscated by the U.S. government. Th those types of people drink paint. Ledger people gonna... have to pay taxes now. Anyway, uh, 
some updates from the Nifty Daily Digest, which is available if you have an account at the nifty.com. You're going to need that to win this Cyber Stadium giveaway later in the show when you mint those free NFTs. Anyway, after the successful Sotheby's Three Arrows Capital auction, several Art Blocks collections have rallied with Fidenza up to an 87 Ethereum floor again, Ringers up to a 43 Ethereum floor, and Gazers up to 18 ETH. I mean, that was a crazy auction, million dollar Fidenza sales. Let's go. Um, Azure Bala, haven't heard from them in a little bit, unveiled burn details for their upcoming PFP collection, setting the window from June 15th to July 26th and requiring the burn of a bored and dangerous NFT plus an additional 0.08 ETH uh, on top of that. Last but not least, Steppin, the Web3 lifestyle app, you probably heard it buzzing a little while back, became the first application of its kind to integrate with Apple Pay, enabling users to buy in-app items without needing to use crypto. So Steppin doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. Those are your updates from the Nifty Daily Digest. Oh, sorry. When you say it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere, it makes you seem like it seems like they're not trying at all. It can be interpreted two ways. They're (laughs) not leaving or they're not doing shit. I meant in the good way because that was like definitively an update of progress. Um, Anyway, uh, look, so we got some new we got Romilio's and Campi Pandas added to blend. NFT statistics pointed out that Campi Pandas rallied the day before, so the news leaked. Uh, not as tight as some of the blur stuff. Uh, do we think that blend is going to keep pumping stuff or is it just totally normal now? I think it's probably pretty normal, right? Yeah. Sp- Spencer? I would say it's normal. Me personally, I, I, I said it yesterday too that I felt like this is like at this point, they're just going to keep adding collections. Maybe we continue to see that short term pump for like the next one or two. I thought we'd get way more than just two. I think it was really interesting we got redacted Romilio babies because that's now like a very cost efficient one. That's 0.17, I think. For no. People to, it's way more yeah. than that. Oh, you mean uh, like the minimum blend. blend? Yeah. Yeah. To use the, the benipple for it, it's yep. 0.17, which is like the cheapest option for any of those assets. Uh, Spencer, you were going to weigh in? Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting to... Um, I thought it was cute how they changed the Blur logo to have the Kenpai Pandas. I don't... Did they do that for D-Gods? The, D-Gods had the whole front page before. Whole front they page. had, like, everything was D-Gods when they... But, like, I, I actually, you know... Yeah, I agreed with you yesterday when you said you... Th- or the other day when you said you thought there was going to be a lot more collections. But I kind of like the way they're doing it. This is an opportunity for Pac-Man to go around collection to collection, have a conversation with the founders figure out a way to help them out, work with them. You know, when was the last time that we saw like something like OpenSea go back to collections that weren't doing a launch, collaborate with them, et cetera? Um, Never. You know, and so I, I thought it was interesting, though, too, because Kenpai Pandas and Redacted Vermilio Babies were the first two that weren't um, on the 2x points list, right? So this is like kind of a shakeup, and it makes me think, you know, okay, now who is it? going to be that we have a lot great etc so kind of interesting interesting set of things going on yeah i think so for sure um i mean i think that we're going to keep seeing collections added to blur uh, to blend and at the end of the day look at people keep saying people write youtube comments and they say i can't believe you guys support blur it's killing the nft space no it's not i don't know what to tell you it is not killing the space bunny you have your hand raised what's going on Bunny. All right, buddy. Hey, P.O., what's up? Uh, you know, 
Uh, sorry, I was doing something. Uh, Spencer was saying that he, he they're having like Pac-Man's having conversations with the fa- dude. Who is the founder of Redacted Remilio Babies? I guarantee it's an anon person, right? Yeah, there's no way they had a conversation, right? Maybe a Discord conversation. The anon people seem to like that. Yeah, or they hop on a call with there. you with uh, with their video turned off on Google Meet or whatever tool you're using, which gives you a lot of confidence. Kicks, you're muted, by the way. <laughs> Maybe they show up to the Discord and they're just in a huge furry outfit. <laughs> hey, I'm X29587 on Twitter. What? <laughs> That's is it a goblin holder? <laughs> I think all those things are possibilities. Fun fact: one time, I early in my NFT career, I had a call with someone. Uh, I was like, "Yo, you down to do a call?" He's like, "Yeah, totally." It was like someone that knew about rare Pepe's is who it was. Uh, someone that could have educate me on how to get rare Pepe's when Pepe's were buzzing. And I went on the video call, and he just kept typing in the Discord, and I was like, "Yo, yo, like I'm on the video call," and he's like, "I don't want a voice docs." So I said words to him on the video call and he typed back to me on discord i was like i guess scared at you (laughs) this is really normal um you know look moving on uh clemente titled this topic art is on the rise is nature healing following the successful sotheby's auction generative art has been trade trending upward seven day prices you got up 70 percent on friendship bracelets you got up 70 percent on fidenzas uh, you got Chromie Squiggles up 30%. You got Ringers up 44%. It seems like the top five or so Art Blocks collections have had very positive price action following this. I think that makes a lot of sense. A million dollar sale in the Sotheby's auction of one Fidenza is no joke. When I talk to the folks that I know on the art side of the market, they reference three artists. I think I mentioned it yesterday. Beeple, Sam Spratt, and um, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, Tyler Hobbs, obviously, and you see that re- reflected with the Fidenza thing. Interesting that we don't see any QQQ or QQL uh, monster sales. Seems like that one isn't being favored by the market as much. Uh, but we also saw a little bounce back with uh, your traditional kind of like profile picture NFT startup collections. I saw that Oniforce bounced back after a dip. Um, and there's some other, you know, rallies in that world. It seems like captains pulled back a little bit. I wonder if that's because Blur uh, is not, or they're not supported on Blur. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to know like what you guys think about the state of the market. Obviously, Ordinals having a lot of, um, you know, a lot of action as well. Easy. What do you make of what you're seeing out there? It's really interesting because like you are seeing a lot more size and volume come into the Ordinals BRC twenties. Uh, someone on MySpace this morning actually acknowledged that two rug pulls finally happened on Ordinals this morning, uh, which was like oh, a yeah. yeah, dude. That's why I said it was so back. So two that's, rug pulls. That's happened. back. Yeah, that's back. That's like back back. And uh, we're seeing like a ton of trending sales. It's actually impressive because Magic Eden is the leading Ordinal Magic marketplace. Shit, dude. I dude, love crushing it. Yeah, they're crushing. Those, they're man. all in. They're all in. It's it's good to see. And a lot of people from Solana, ETH, and traditional Bitcoin are now trading ordinals. So you're getting like basically a confluence of all the market participants that are still around excited about it and participating. We saw Bitcoin frogs continue to run. Yesterday was actually the pizza day, the infamous 10,000 Bitcoin for two Papa John pizzas. And uh, there's an ordinals project called Pangu's. That was okay. Yes. Spencer just made a face of well, we're gonna talk about all this stuff because I have a lot of thoughts on it, specifically with kicks. 
Um, Just real quick, there was uh, that's what ran yesterday was because the Pangus were on one of the bitcoins that was traded for the pizzas. So people actually look for this like since the provenance of the exactly. of the satoshis. Yeah, so they're looking at which ones they're on. And people went nuts over this because it was the first ordinal project that was on a Bitcoin pizza on pizza day. They ran to their all-time high of 0.03 Bitcoin. Which Damn! Like, yeah, and that's what's crazy is like you think that and you're like 0.03, like that's nothing in ETH. 0.03, that's nothing in Seoul. 0.03 Bitcoin, some size. Like that's some cash. If you're throwing yeah. around 0.03 Bitcoin on some uh, Pingu pictures, first of all, you're an idiot. Second, no, I'm just kidding, just kidding. But uh, so I saw kicks. How much is it? A, a, a thousand bucks? Uh... 0.03 BTC to USD is yeah 800 bucks. I mean, it's not that much money, right? Well, for reference, they ran from twenty dollars. They ran from twenty. Uh, so I saw Kicks change his profile picture in the Discord to one of these random ass like Pingu things, and he was like talking about calling it a Cookerino. He tweeted about it. I was like, this feels exactly like 2021 Kicks right here, and that really was. I was like, oh, okay, so the the Bitcoin NFT thing's really about to pump. I've been talking to Trevor about it. We're gonna talk about it on the Bitcoin show today, and Bitcoin toxic Bitcoin maxis are big mad right now. Like, look at this art, Nick Kicks. Buying these, changing his profile picture to them in Discord, and tweeting about them and talking about uh, them on Discord. I saw him tweet it, and I was fomoing about it. Uh, and, but there's more. Don't worry, I got it. I got another drop coming up, according to Easy. So yeah, uh, look, <clears throat> I need more allow list. That's what I'm looking for here, for, <laughs> so that I can print free money. It's if been frustrating for me. I'd be simping for to get on Bitcoin whales. I think that art is sick. You should try to get on the Bitcoin whales. <laughs> See, so Kicks knows what's like this. All of this are indicators of Bitcoin ordinals being a big deal. Toxic Bitcoin maxis are big mad. There was an audio recording of a guy just losing his shit about Udi Wardheimer and Eric Wall wearing wizard costumes on stage at the Bitcoin conference, dancing about taproot wizards. The guy was big mad. I, I it was really he something. So much. He was like, this is effing ridiculous. You guys aren't doing any effing thing. Eric actually had like the best mic drop moment on that stage. He was going back and forth with the individual in, in which they were like, Eric looked the guy in the eyes and was like, what are you doing? Yeah. We're trying to deflate UTXO transactions, which are like the gas and like the size of the transaction. He's like, we're trying to improve the chain. Now tell me what you're doing. That, and the that, guy just went dead silent. That moment was a little too intense for me. And I'm a guy that watches mixed martial arts on a regular basis. The way Eric Wall looked at him and said, what are you doing? And like basically dropped the mic. I was like, good God. That was like really intense. Um, but okay, we got to cover a couple things here. What did the guy do? Like I now I got to watch this thing. I want to I want to feel the intensity of that moment. It, it was an intense moment for sure. Uh, this is the guy. This guy is big mad. I mean, you can play this for one second. This isn't very positive. Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to hear an angry man. Uh, Clemente, let it rip for like 10 seconds. Whatever. Okay? You guys don't understand. This is about the children. Alright, you can just pause it. You, you get the picture. The guy's out of his mind. What's about the children? I don't know. Like, understand. Bitcoin is going to save the children, Nick, is this guy's position. That Like, that's literally it. And, and Bitcoin's not meant for wizard pictures it's meant to save the children and do very important stuff like that. Um, even though the ordinals are saving Bitcoin because they're increasing activity on the chain, like tenfold, increasing fees, blah, blah, blah. Um, but Spencer, you made a face about the 10,000 Bitcoins for pizza. Are you not aware of Bitcoin Pizza Day? 
No, of course I'm aware of Bitcoin Pizza Day. It's just every time I think about it, it hurts a little bit, you know? It's but, like... But it made Bitcoin, like, you know what I mean? Like, they, the 10,000 Bitcoins weren't today's 10,000 Bitcoins. That yeah, they were. They were. <laughs> I know they yeah. were. But he, uh, I know they were. Well, I know it, just, it reminds me of all the shit, you know, like, I, I don't know if I've told this story on the show, but my first, like, introduction to, to crypto, really, was back in that era, because it was a little bit later, right? So it was like when Doge was coming out. Um, which was early. And I, which is, yeah, when Doge first came out, like I want to say like within a week, it was like Doge and there was also, um, there was Coinye coin back then, which was like, if you ever saw the South Park episode where Coinye, the fish sticks, anyway. Oh, oh Kanye with the that. fish sticks. Yeah, it was, that was the picture was the Coinye. And so it was Doge and Coinye coin. And we used to, it was like a, a gag gift. If you showed up to your friend's birthday and you didn't have something to give them, you would just buy them like 10 or 20 bucks worth of Dogecoin. And we all, no idea what we did with it. Because it was like, ah, what, ah, like Dogecoin, whatever, right? It's up 10,000% since we used to do that. So all of that, every 10 bucks was like 10,000 bucks now. Or, you know, a thousand bucks or whatever. And the only person who found it was we once went to my friend's family country house and we gifted $20 of Doge to his dad, who's a hedge fund manager. And he and held he it? Kept it? He kept it. Wow. He's he like, let this be a cautionary tale to all of you. To never give away gifts. <laughs> don't, <laughs> lose gifts. don't misplace it. Never gift. give gifts. <laughs> no, never, give, no, never give away your gifts. Like never lose your gifts that you've given each other. Oh, okay. Uh, he's the only one who kept it. I love it. The guy who makes money is the guy who has a magnet to keeping the money. I think that just goes to show you, like, if you make money, you make money. If you don't make money, you lose the money. So I'm glad that the hedge fund manager won in that story. The, the it would rich. Have been even better if he like pulled out like a thousand dollar cigar and he's like, "Now I'm smoking my gains." You guys got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, so now kicks is just making him a character. Uh, I, I love it, ladies and gentlemen. I hang out with friends, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. If it is your first time listening, this is the yeah. NFT Morning Show. We run the show Monday through Friday, nine a.m. to ten fifteen a.m. Eastern Time. We're doing uh, a ten. NFT giveaway for in honor of uh, Cyber Stadium today, Kix's project, who's a sponsor of the show. So if you want to go and make an account at the nifty.com, you'll you can claim today's free NFT totally free. And there's a chance that you'll win one of the 10 uh, Cyber Stadium giveaways. And you'll see that reflected right when you claim the NFT. You'll see a Cyber Stadium NFT uh, that's gold instead of the regular one. Um, so look, back to Bitcoin ordinals. I got my Web3 Bitcoin wallet, which felt good. It just, it feels good, man. And I see a lot you know, of, is that? I got um, Xverse. Xverse is what I got. And uh, I see people in our Discord typing in, how do I convert ETH to BTC? Like, what's a bridge for me to convert ETH to BTC? And I'm like, wow, this is music to my ears, baby. It is this is the first time I've ever had Bitcoin on chain. I've only ever before this day had Bitcoin on exchanges. Uh, now I officially have Bitcoin. Because uh, the first time I bought ordinals, I was doing it, you know, back in the spreadsheet days. You know what I mean? You didn't need Bitcoin back then. You know, you just sent some Ethereum to someone and you you just sat on a spreadsheet. But um, yeah, now I got a 0.3 Bitcoin just ready to tear it up on ordinals. I'll match you on that. I'll dump 0.3 Bitcoin wallet and we're, we're going to run this thing up. I'm pretty... I'm pretty yeah, pumped about it. Wait, so I'm using a Unisat wallet. Should I not be yeah. using that? Is that I use Unisat? I like Unisat. Yeah. yeah, those are the two right now. Are Xverse, Unisat, and then there's a third that's like a little bit lower called Hero Wallet. 
But uh, most people say X versus Unisat are the two primary ones right now. I don't understand. There's there's some cl- complexity to it. I've not transferred any Bitcoin into it yet, just because I'm like, very, I don't know. it's very easy. So the easiest way is like, is that have easy, chicks? On- I'm missing five hundred bucks. <laughs> I sent it to the wrong address. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that's just a bozo move. Wait a minute. Time out. If Easy messed it up, it's not Easy because Easy's like the he's like a savant with this stuff. So yeah, I fumbled. I like copied the wrong address and bridged it to the wrong address. Well, I, anyway. I fumbled it. Yeah, like it was one hundred percent my like back and forth. I was like multitasking and just fumbled. So I'll give you the TLDR. It's very easy. So basically, uh, create a Unisat wallet, right? And there's there's normal Bitcoin wallets, and then there's Taproot Bitcoin wallets. You need a you need a tapper, and it's just a drop down many thing. Don't get scared. Yeah, I did that. Scared. I already did that. But the yeah, uh, so if you have a taproot one, then just from Coinbase, send Bitcoin to that taproot address. And and the technology has advanced rapidly. It used to be like you only could put one ordinal per address. All you don't got to worry about any of that crap anymore. Basically, just throw that money into taproot and then connect to Magic Eden, and you're off to the races. You I mean, they buy it. You just buy it right off Magic Eden. Well, I'm trying to. I'm loading up my Unisat because there's some other stuff. Easy had me connect to a different thing on uh, on uh, Unisat. There's there's like four or five. Uh, different- I had you send me your Taproot address. That's the, so Taproot is the address nope. you need. Yeah, that's the one. I said it has to start with BC. It's the only one that starts with BC. Okay, so BC is Taproot. Yes, that's the Taproot one. It's how you trade ordinals and BRC twenty tokens only on Taproot. Uh, ordinals and BRC twenty tokens cannot be traded on Segwit nested or native or the legacy so you need a taproot address for these so yeah when i go to this account i can basically select uh, or in the settings area i can select there's uh four different there's native segwit nested segwit taproot and legacy and so you're saying that i just select the uh, taproot that's what he's saying, Nick. He's not going to respond, but that's yeah, what he said. <laughs> hey, where, where did you go? <laughs> you do? I mean, you I don't know correct? what you wanted me to say to that. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. That makes sense. Yeah. Th- thank that you for correct. your acknowledgement. Thanks. <laughs> well, like, I don't know what to say. That's exactly. I sent you. Hit the little gear icon. Give me the taproot address. That's all you need for what we for. Well, luckily. But so I can uh, just send Bitcoin to that taproot address. Yeah, you can just send it right from Coinbase right over to that Taproot address. It's going to sit in there all nice and pretty. And then you can just go to Magic Eden. And like, if you wanted to buy a Pingu, you literally just <laughs> click it and you, you hit buy and you choose your speed. And it's fucking incredible technology. Now that the Pingus are up 40x, if you want to go over there and buy one, you totally can't do it. It's like buy the one that I've listed, actually, <laughs> if you're interested in well, that. And, and I don't even know how to sell yet. I haven't tried that. But buying these. <laughs> I don't believe that you don't know how to sell. Um, is Spencer, is Spencer Ventures looking into ordinals and BRC20s? Yeah, I've, I've looked into it. Um, I don't know. I, I'm a big believer of like there's a lot of stuff going on in crypto and there's a lot of stuff going on in NFTs. And like I, I've in my searchings of uh, of. And, and there's definitely people who did it, but we're we're doing well enough on just like the ETH PFP side that I don't feel a need to branch out right now. I, there there's yeah. one BRC twenty that I'm looking at. Um, so I actually am kind of more interested in BRC twenty than ordinals right now, but um, definitely watching the space play out because there will be some sort of thesis on it in the next market, right? Like it this is a, this is a thing 
is sticking around. There will be people who make money here. It's just not obvious to me where the money is to be made. And I'd rather watch it play out for a little bit, get more of a feel for what the community is like over there. Because I'll be honest, I'm not a Bitcoin community expert. I'm not an expert on in this that side. So um, you know, kind of sticking to my lane for now. We'll see. I'm definitely missing out on some big, big wins there, though. Spencer sounds really reasonable. What the hell are you doing? You're supposed to just YOLO into absolutely everything that you see. That's how you do NFTs. Um, no, but I think it's actually like a really uh, great opportunity in the sense that a lot of people just flat out didn't understand it coming out the gate because I saw people saying that Ordinals was a, like a meta like it was a meta and it's like, nah, bro, this is like a revolutionary uh, improvement to Bitcoin. <laughs> like the most important blockchain, it ain't going anywhere, amigo. So you have the initial misunderstanding. Then now you have people that are trying to convert Ethereum to Bitcoin for basically the first time. Uh, it's just the beginning. It reminds me of early like Nifty Gateway. It reminds me yeah, of early. Exactly where I think we are. Yeah, right. Like most of the stuff that you're buying on ordinals right now are going to be worth nothing in a, a year from now. They'll be worth. Oh like sure, dollar. absolutely not. Because it's just <laughs> random be ass like, JPEGs. Yeah, they'll be worth like the sat that it's on. That's about it, right? <laughs> um, but like, I think just understanding the market and like understanding how to like trade on it will pay off in the months ahead when there's actually some like legit like you know big plays. That come because I got into ordinals back in February and I bought two Bitcoin toads, so they're like sub 5k, they're they're up pretty decently. Um, but back then you were like trading on spreadsheets or it's emblem. wild how, it yeah, it's wild, yeah, like three months, yeah, in, in the emblem vaults, exactly. Um, and and uh, now like only three months later, the tech not the tech has advanced rapidly, really like, rapidly, really it's rapidly, I, yeah. The other thing too I, that I, I'm sorry, go ahead, Kicks. There's like no, a no, loud delay. Yeah. You go, Bo. I was just gonna say the uh, what's crazy too is like we are starting to see like these sub 100k just gain traction just based on inscription numbers. And Kicks, I know Kicks is like two sub 10k, which is crazy. And I think over time that's like you almost get like this early ENS feel for just how early the inscriptions are. And I'm luckily to be the proud owner of Bunny Zape sub 100k. <laughs> On an ordinal. It's like 72K. It's the first one in the Board Ape Bitcoin Club collection. It's recognized. It's worth like 0.7 ETH. Uh, you know? So, no, I'm not going to split it with him, but I do own him. Wait, 0.7 ETH? Yeah. I thought it yeah. was 0.7 Bitcoin when you said 0.7. No, dude. No, we're not that rich yet. And when we are, I'm going to keep it. terrible. We trade in ETH, man. We convert to ETH. We don't trade in Bitcoin. Well, on that note... Uh, Literally, so when I, I came into the NFT space as a Bitcoiner, right? And I was really stunned by the basically aversion from the NFT community against Bitcoin. They're like, Bitcoin bad, right? And so that actually gives people a better uh, advantage now with ordinals because you still have people that are like, I don't like Bitcoin, like the number's too big. And they'll be late by the time they get in. Like right now to me, and by the way, I haven't bought any ordinals or BRC20s. Um, I'm hoping that I'll be able to get access to some of the higher value ones, but I don't have anything. I have no exposure. But I recognize what's happening as a very strong opportunity. I think I saw someone in the comments say, us talking about this as a top signal. It's a bottom signal, amigo. This is like very much so the very beginning of this stuff. Like Kicks and Easy pointed out, the tech is advancing so rapidly and the, the Bitcoin people that have been building 
that have been, you know, entrepreneurial, that are technical, they're like, oh, baby, let's cook. Let's rock and roll because now there's actually excitement. There's a market. There's a reason to build these products. It's pretty wild. Uh, I saw Kicks unmute. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just think it's cool too because I mean, there's like every single uh, ordinal is 100% on chain, uh, like by nature, right? There's no like you know on Ethereum, someone can update your metadata or anything like that. Like, there's some cool aspects uh, to the ordinals and early stats, yada yada yada. But I would say that we're like early Nifty Gateway days in terms of basically there's more liquidity coming in than there is supply of good projects. So that's why like a lot of that we probably won't be around in a while is is pumping right now but i think that like it doesn't like is it a local top is it this or that whatever like i'm not i didn't i i bought two things so far i think it's just better to understand have a pulse on the market and understand how to trade it because probably over the next six months there's going to be some legit winner projects taproot like wizards yeah, I also think that token um, OXBT is a huge one right now. You saw the individual who created that go from 10,000 Twitter followers to 120K in 14 days. Uh, every tweet he posts is like a flash giveaway at the moment, and all of them are doing anywhere from like 1,500 to 3,000 favorites on the tweet, which is like massive in scale. Every chain is currently trying to get a hold of these. Um, I met him in Bitcoin Miami. Guy's like one of the nicest human beings. He reached out multiple times to see if we ever had interest in doing anything with ordinals express like his interest in helping and just like he's been actively developing stuff for brc 20s and like their logistics and usability outside of just like minting it and holding a token nick it seemed like you want to get something in yeah that was about half an hour ago i'm good now come on give us a little chatter there's multiple things one is uh po's like uh the ethereum community hates bitcoin it's just uh, the, the NFT it's, it's, community. It's, it's, their, it's their enemy. I feel like that's not like broadly. That, I mean, it's not a hundred percent. Well, you're speaking for a hundred percent. That's what you're saying, Pia. No. You're saying nine. You're saying greater than fifty percent of the NFT community. Yeah. believes that Bitcoin is nonsense. Which I just not don't, nonsense. They just have an aversion to it. I, I think it's more of an aversion to your commentary on Bitcoin because you're so radical when it comes to that. Is is sort of my assessment. What a radical. The most powerful and blockchain that, that, by the and, numbers. And, uh, the, the second thing was Kix was talking about it all being on chain. So the image is hosted on chain. Kix, you're muted, buddy. Everything is. Yeah, everything is on chain yeah. uh, with ordinals. It's literally inscribed on the Satoshi. Somebody actually inscribed the entire Doom video game on a sub 100K <laughs> Satoshi. It took like two and a half days to upload it, but you can play the full Doom game on a Satoshi right in your browser. Now, how do you transfer? Like, does transferring that cost a ton? So no, no, because you're just transferring the singular Satoshi. So the transfer is actually specific to that. Uh, but it's just like the time to inscribe can take longer. The other thing that can actually be done is you can inscribe over other things if you own that Satoshi. So people can theoretically change what's on that if they own it. So if you're just transferring essentially the document saying I own this, where is it being hosted? Like where is the image? On it's on it's on the chain. <clears throat> okay, but where? Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, no, like literally, Nick. <laughs> like it's like, literally like, like it's on Bitcoin. On Bitcoin. <laughs> like like BTC. Yeah. It's it's not it's not like I IFPS or whatever like that. It's like the the file is like in the inscription. 
Um, but then like, you got to like render it. You have to have like a render, like, you know, the, all the, got it. So, so it's like basically taking the binary version of it, encrypting, yeah. putting it directly on that item. But what yours, when I, when I asked the question of how it's transferred, easy said, no, you're just transferring the ordinal. Does the ordinal yeah. also have the associated binary data? So yes. like, what yeah, exactly. It's like written. That's like, like the whole taproot upgrade to Bitcoin allowed you to attach like some extra data to it and that's what people are using that extra data slot they're using that to put the ordinal like inscription data uh in there and the nice thing about ordinal so on on ethereum like uh an ethereum project can go minus 100 percent. when you buy an ordinal it's on a sat that's worth 10 to 15 cents so you only can lose like 99.999 percent of your money but you can't lose all of it so there is like another bullish use case. What's the maximum size of that space? It's small. It's like a couple. Well, it's I think five megabyte. It's it's in the megabytes. Like it's like I don't think you can put ten megabytes or twenty megabytes. I'm yeah, still pretty good. sizable. Like it you can get some to it, uh, but it's not like a gigabyte. The other thing too is like the larger the file, the like it takes an extended period of time to inscribe it, which is where we yeah. saw like that Doom file. I think that's like three point eight, and that took two and a half days of literally sitting there and scribing and running the node to do so from a singular person without interruption. Yeah. It gets expensive. The more, the bigger, the megabytes it is, it gets much more expensive to inscribe. And we've because got, that's one, go ahead. I was just saying, we got Chris here in the comments saying, this is madness. I got to get some Bitcoin for the first time. So this is what I'm talking about, right? Like an Ethereum NFT person saying, wow, I think we got to bring ZK shark back. He was right back in February. Uh, he's, he's I knew he was right. I was just like giving him a hard time. I'm a Bitcoin guy, right? But he did also say that uh, like the Declaration of Independence was going to be stored permanently on Bitcoin, which is possible. But like, it's just an easy one to like make fun of. It just is. Nick, you were going to say something? No, I mean, I, I'm more interested. I, I'm I'm going to read the guide to figure out how it's stored. Like, I don't know the syntax that it needs to be in there because you need it to be consistent. One person said it's Jason. I I, I don't I don't it's know. Multiple. It, it supports multiple different things. It can be like PNG, JSON. I think even uh, even MP4s. Uh, where does it like? Where is that described in terms of? Uh, I'm assuming it's at ordinals.com is what I'm looking for. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out. I mean, we're literally on the Bitcoin show today. It's going to be a combo of recap from the Bitcoin conference and Ordinals talk because Ordinals are cooking. I mean, when you when Kicks or whoever that was, Clemente, pulled up Magic Eden right there and I saw all those BS PFPs, like just crappy art, that was like music, like visual music to my ears because it's like that's where we're at in this and I bet a bunch of those are going to be cooks because people that are interested in Bitcoin, are they just want to buy something and there's just such a limited subset of things that you can buy. If people put out NFT projects on Bitcoin right now, they're going to sell. Like they're just going to sell. Clemente, what were you going to say? Oh, oh, Sig, Sig? Yeah, um, I wanted to ask that easy. When it's someone like Udi or you know Taproot Wizards or the other guy Zero X, like that's really obvious. That's going to run really hard. Hard. But what's, the pr but what's the price action like for when it's completely anon? You don't know who the person is. Like, what kind of two X? Like, what, what kind of returns are you seeing there on uh, on on ordinals versus like what you've been seeing on Solana recently? It's really interesting because like there are some projects on Sol that have still done like two, three, four, five X, etc. A lot of them are still like closer to 40, 50% returns, similar to like the ETH side of things. I would even say that there's still a little bit better opportunity on Soul. ETH is still kind of playing around with the, the shitcoin meta meme coins at the moment. 
But Bitcoin is like, if you bought Bitcoin frogs two weeks ago for $20, they got as high as I think it was five grand <laughs> for those. And I know one person who bought 160 of them at $25 um, and scaled out at like three to 4K. So like that's a massive payday for them. It's just people who had that belief and conviction. And now that interest kind of cycled over here, you're seeing multiple hundred Xs on Bitcoin. And yes, it is some Anon founders short-term price appreciation. Two days ago, we saw that like blow off top where Bitcoin frogs was the highest traded NFT asset across all chains. And then it retraced shortly thereafter, only to make a newer high yesterday. So like it's this ebbs and flows and the market moves much slower. Like coming from Solana, which is instantaneous, you can't leave your desk. Bitcoin moves even slower than Ethereum on secondary price action, where it's a much slower change of pace just because those transactions can take a long time. And what's a long time for these transactions easy? It can be up to like 15 to 20 minutes for a buy to go through, which is like even if you go on. Long. If you go on Magic Eden, you'll see like a bunch of spinning transactions. Like basically those ordinals have been bought, but they haven't been like transferred yet. They're still like in the process of transferring. So like if you see a collection that's like in high demand, like Pingu's two days ago, like the like first 30 of them were spinning, meaning someone had already bought them. It's just that like the transaction, like the, the way ordinals work is basically like they, you're you instead of like Ethereum where you're like you know you're fast gassing to like get the transaction to actually submit instead with like ordinals you're buying it and you're like locking it in and then just waiting for the transaction to process which can take a longer period of time like you could slow gas it and can take like a really long um, period of time but signal just to give you like a perspective my buddy that I, I, I traded with on nifty gateway in January 2021 he hit me up like a week ago and he's like I'm feeling kind of like nifty gateway vibes here and he put in like 0.05 Bitcoin like two, two and a half weeks ago. And he ran it up to like 0.3. So he's gotten like a 6X in like two and a half weeks on his bag. And he only trades ordinals. He doesn't do anything with like BRC20s, which is like the equivalent of like tokens on Bitcoin, like ERC20s. Another one of our buddies has been focused mostly on BRC20s and has been doing well. Oh, Kix, you tweeted this six days ago. I thought I was saying some revolutionary stuff. You already put this on wax six days ago. Um, well, I have a tweet from January before they even had the name Ordinals where I was like, dude, I guarantee this year Bitcoin NFTs are going to like take off and it's going to shock everyone. Because you just got to think about it. It's, it's literally Bitcoin. It's not like Canto chain. or like, <laughs> It's literally Bitcoin. Like It's the number one chain in existence like it obviously some things are going to cook it was also fun to like learn about it all like going the route of like with the bitcoin punks was like for me enjoyable to like relearn how to do stuff like it was the first time i emblem vaulted something and it it really does feel like when i was first learning about solana in september 2021 and like how to use the wallets and like get familiar with it and like it's still so early that i'm even messing up on some stuff with like the unisat wallet because like unisat wallet didn't exist uh xverse didn't exist uh, even back in like February. So it's like the growth and the speed at which people are iterating on this is insane. And like, I think we're only going to continue to scale. Like there's, you have uh, OXB, which is a marketplace now listing BRC20 tokens and like exchanges getting into this. We're like, we are starting to see a much bigger scale of outside interest in this. And to Pio's point and conviction for like so long, people feel comfortable with Bitcoin regardless of like where it's being leveraged. 
which opens up just a much wider market dynamic. For sure. And I mean, two things. So like there is an advantage to having the uh, NFT experience under your belt already from Ethereum, Solana and other chains. Because, for example, Bitcoin Magazine, which is like a, a major publication in Bitcoin, they put out a, an NFT of like a magazine cover like that was their first ordinals. You know, it's a big deal. Uh, our pal, you know, an investor in the nifty Trevor Owens, my co-host on the Bitcoin show, won that auction because he basically fast gassed somebody else that didn't have experience with uh, NFT trading on Ethereum. He just came through with his NFT fast gas experience and gassed him out and literally bought that first one. So it's pretty crazy. And then, like, I mean, secondly... I don't know. I just feel like it, it really is the beginning and the tech that's developing is a pretty damn exciting thing. And people have been waiting to do that. I always talk to Nick about going to Solana events, right? Because when I go to Solana events, it's a really eye-opening experience. When I went to the Vegas Solana event, when I went to Breakpoint in Lisbon, you see this audience that's significantly different than the audience that you get if you go to a Doodles event or a Moonbirds event, an Ethereum uh, NFT project event. It's just so significantly different. I've been to a couple Bitcoin events now, and let me tell you, that audience is different too. It's a way different audience. So you have this unique audience, and when you see it with your own eyes, you kind of start to get it. Um, we can move on from ordinals. Nick, it looks like you're, you're thinking about something. I'd love to know what you're thinking about. Uh, well, the, I was looking at the uh, technology side. What, what, what did you want to say, Kicks? You want to interrupt me again? Come say it to my face. Get, so come over here. Say it to my face. Thinking about you. Okay, so the ordinals thing is mime type, and uh, just the body, which is pretty straightforward. Which is, uh, which is yes. Yeah, so um, unlike uh, art uh, blocks, there's there's not like an on chain visualizer. You know what I mean? Like like because I think with art blocks, like it, that can actually be processed by a smart contract and like visualized completely on chain. Well, like ordinals. No, it, it does not be an off chain visualizer. It, it no the the uh, it generates a script it is uh and it's literal like they stored the javascript that's stored which it, uh with art blocks so it's actually javascript that's being stored in line um but uh so i don't think uh it, it's so just stored. it requires off-chain javascript to yeah visualize. but in this case this is the same thing as the way a browser works when you gotcha. make a request for uh something the browser says oh that's jpeg and here's the string of bytecode associated with that. And the browser says, okay, I'll render that as a, uh, as a JPEG. So it's using the same uh, protocol as the internet uh, for storing that information, which is really interesting. Um, and the fact that you can like verify that this thing exists and also that it's immutable uh, is, is quite interesting. A lot of the stuff that we're doing with NFTs now that you see on uh, Ethereum is mutability and, and inherently you're going to see more of that when the medium supports it essentially. Like if, if you, if you have a medium that supports that type of thing, it'll go down that path. It was the same time as when we saw like uh, flash websites uh, get popular and the websites, you had no idea like what the website was about. There's just a bunch of moving stuff. And when you get someone who doesn't, uh, natively understand design. They're like, I want that. I want that. Look, that does more things than that other side over there. That thing that does more things. Like I know, I, I know that this is a blog and people just read it for text, but look at that. Look at that. 
Look at that over there. It's, a, it's flashy. It's flashy. It's colorful. Um, so people want that sort of uh, the same thing with dynamic. I remember a lot of people early on that uh, were that I was speaking to. They're like, hey, you do code. Do, are you able to help with this thing? And they'd immediately want like dynamic NFTs. So as long as it supports that, the media, like people will inevitably go down that path. I think on the uh, on the Bitcoin side, though, I mean, it, there's there's an argument to be made that it's uh, potentially better for art. The only thing that's uh, that uh, people will be pissed off about is the environmental side of things, and there's no there's no modifying that basically. And that was I saw Pio rolling his eyes, but uh, that's because he doesn't respect artists. And what, what I noticed is what? sorry, not to put words in your mouth, but that's what? why. And so. Uh, like the reality is there's a lot of people, especially businesses that don't want FUD about, uh, you know, the stuff that they're producing. And so they sort of stay clear of anything that has any argument associated with, um, you know, this being damaging for the environment. Pia, we don't need to hear about your hatred of artists. No. It's all good. I see, <laughs> so I see you raising your hand. I created but. the artist spotlight vertical at the nifty, uh, and signaled it. Yeah. Uh, well, I talked to her about creating it, uh, and oh, uh, you need credit. You want you want me to, you want me to send you a nice note to congratulate you for, for your for for your creation there, Pia. You created the artist spotlight, but you know where it's not happening on Bitcoin because the artists don't want that, and you disrespect them. Number two, you said, "Oh, let's do it on Bitcoin," and every artist was like. No, 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 no. I care about the environment. N number two, in the future, your house is going to run on one of those big-ass Tesla batteries that goes on the wall that's powered by solar energy, and the energy that would otherwise be wasted will be used to mine proof-of-work crypto like Bitcoin so that none of the energy is wasted. So uh, I don't, I don't want to hear it, and we'll have nuclear energy mining Bitcoin. I mean, that's just real. That's just like the trajectory of energy development in the world in the future over the next five decades. Anyway, moving on... Uh, before we wrap, want to touch on PSYOP. Uh, PSYOP came back from the dead, 165% gain in 24 hours. Is there anything worth discussing here, Easy? Anything at all? Uh, well, Ben.eth has 84 approved uh, approvals for other contracts for that wallet. There's currently 4,000 Ethereum sitting in it. So that's pr a pretty good sitting duck, if I would say so. Uh, on top of it, the individual who created PSYOP currently holds 97% of the token supply. Um, so a bunch of really good signs for a token. It's at a $1.3 billion market cap. Also great. Uh, $14 million in liquidity. So a lot of just really good signs when theoretically somebody could dump the full $9.7 million at will. Um, also, BitBoy paid 1000 ETH this morning for Ben token to that same wallet that deployed PSYOP. So yeah, it's just a bunch of moving parts. Uh, you ever see a train wreck and you know how you just can't look away? Because that's well, kind of like how I feel right now. Ben is up significantly since yep. that uh, since that went down. Yeah, officially closed that. So now Ben Coin is owned by BitBoy. Pretty wild, Bunny. You have your hand raised. Something to weigh in on Psyop? I think Easy hit just about everything. The the last thing is that so he said Ben said that he's been getting hit up to be like an advisor on some of these coin projects, right? Where he's getting promised allocation. And he's going to airdrop that to Psyhop holders. So, like the for the one percent of the Ben supply is going to be airdropped to Psyhop holders. 
Okay. Well, look at that. We'll see where this bullshit goes. Why don't we dive into the free NFT as we wrap so that kicks can share a little Nick. Wait a minute, Nick. What's going on, man? I mean, this is just ridiculous, dude. It's like, so Which if I slice ordinals, the PSYOP or the Ben coin. Well, here's the thing is like the, the meme coin meta is still, you know, very much going on. I mean, Hey, at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, he, I don't know how much of the coin he air dropped out to people, but like, if you actually got all of like your tokens and it's up two and a half X, like you can't shit on gains. So, um, I, I'm sure there's some interesting stuff going on with like the V3, uh, liquidity ranges on that. But at the end of the day, man, if you bought it at X and you could sell it for 2.5 X profit, that's a fucking guap, dude. Can't talk shit about that. At least not me. Uh, but there's but there's been a bunch of like other like there's this RFD coin um, that you could have bought on the 20th and it's up 10x. Um, its market cap is 63 million dollars. So I mean this this meme coin stuff is still going on. Like it's not <laughs> it's not like it even like died a week ago. Like there's still people printing bags uh, left and right. So. Uh, maybe the Pepe mania has subsided a little bit, but there's still lots of lots of coin action happening. Someone texted Honestly, me. I think it's kind oh, of go a to. good thing. Not like not not psyop, but just like the choice of vertical for people to want to go and make their bags. Like if you want to do meme coins, you can do meme coins. That's going to take you through summer. A uh, bit like if people who want to go and do blend products and uh, like uh, sorry, borrowing and lending on blend. That's their vertical. They can go do that. Bitcoin, uh, sorry, ordinals. I can completely see why a lot of people who just want to degen and want to do it simply will go uh, like will go over and do it on BTC. So I just think like you know the um, the sort of narrative that things are really quiet, nothing's really happening, that isn't really there anymore because it's a choice of like if you want to go make a bag, go make a bag. Just choose your vertical and you might have to learn some new stuff along the way, but there are definitely profits to be made. So I like, I think it's a good thing that meme coins are still there for the people who want to do it. Signal supports bullshit meme coins, ladies and gentlemen. No, not bullshit meme coins. <laughs> not bullshit meme coins. I'm not That's talking about No, 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 no. Don't put words in my mouth. All I'm saying is like, like there are ops. Earn your bag how you want to earn your bag. And if you want to degen in a simple way, there's ordinals. If you want to just like roll the dice at the craps table, you've got your you've got your meme coins. And you if you want to be doing yeah, I'm a I'm a loan shark, then off you go and do blend. Oh that's wow. what I say. I support I support people spending money however they want. You know what I mean? Like that's it's called that's called freedom, dude. <laughs> Spend your money on whatever you want. But if you get wrecked, don't complain. Don't complain to anybody other than yourself in the mirror. That's the rules. That's what I'm talking about, Kicks. Nick, you were laughing. You were shaking your head. I just wanted to hear from you before we dish out today's free NFT. Well, you can't dish it out because it's not working. So I'll be back. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we have an unexpected technical issue. Nifty Nick, the uh, coder, software engineer extraordinaire, is chefing up a solution very, very, very quick. Um Anyway, before the free NFT, we can uh, finish talking about some of this action Oh, Clemente put together a whole section on Bitcoin ordinals in the call sheet that I completely ignored. Thank you, uh, Clemente. Can, can I just say one thing, Pio, before, before we of course, wrap? Of course. There was, uh, from a producer point of view, I, I'm a little sad because last week I had a whole segment about how art blocks may be making a comeback. The segment was called, Is Art Primed for a Run? Um, and I'm a little hurt that it wasn't covered uh, considering that four days later we saw a little bit of a 
Legend, just send this alpha straight to my DMs, dude. <laughs> I think it's a short-term pump because of the three hours capital Sotheby's auction, personally. That's something that I've been looking at, too. Like, you just had the Fidenza sell for a million. You just had everything else get liquidated there uh, and actually sell for, like, decent numbers when you really break it down. And you then had the timeline kind of buzzing about early art blocks. There's an art blocks drops tomorrow that I think I've seen a decent amount of speculation on. I think it's the one that's minting in space. Maybe correct me if I'm wrong. But they're minting an NFT in space and then auctioning it tomorrow for an art blocks drop. Kind of cool. But uh, overall, I think that this is a short-term pump on it. We Like right now, where crypto is ranging is like what's most interesting to me because we are seeing a mild pullback on crypto. We have the whole debt US debt ceiling situation going down. Uh, I think it does come down to the last minute. And once they announce a debt raise for the ceiling, uh, risk on assets should take off if uh, it does kind of pan out how I'm envisioning it, which you'll see crypto get some legs. I think we'll see a little bit of liquidity cycle back. If crypto starts ranging after that pump, NFTs in general should get a second leg, which I'm kind of excited for. It's kind of setting up nicely for a little bit of a start of summer run. When do you think that's going to happen? Uh, three weeks. Three the weeks exact day, Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> so probably 12 p.m. Eastern time on June... Let's go June 19th. It's kind of my bet. All right, June 19th. Well, I, I like it. I like the sound of that. Uh, Clemente, I'll be sure. You got you to gotta nudge me on those segments in the future, buddy. Did we miss anything today? No, the, the only thing was uh, I put out a poll yesterday, um, and it seems like the, the majority, 60% of people that voted, uh, think that D-Gods and Captains are going to flip mutants in the next 30 days. So that's the uh, only interesting piece wow. there. Uh, people have spoken. I've been long saying that uh, Captain specifically is going to flip uh, mutants. I do have a Captain, so I am biased. But to me, the number one collection, you know, the premier collection, as they call it, from the meme land ecosystem ahead of a token drop should flip the number two collection of Board Ape Yacht Club, even if it is Board Ape Yacht Club. There's just so much going on. And from like an, a you know, digital asset price perspective, it's a tough one. Spencer, what do you think of that? Do you think D-Gods and Captains will flip Mutant Apes? It's a tough one. I mean, I, I think that that has to do more with Mutant Ape weakness than with their strength. I, I, I think the question is what happens to Mutant Apes into the next Yuga release more so than what happens to the rest of those things um, into anything else. That, that's kind of where, where I see this mattering. Okay. Signal, what, what about you? You think Captains has it in them to flip Mutants? Oh, yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. If uh, like with the token coming up, yeah, it's a it's a no brainer. What about D gods? Uh, yeah, I mean, <sighs> I'm a huge like I'm a huge fan of Frank. I really like Frank, but um, no. uh, no, D gods are going to flip mutants. You think is, is that top. because of the art change? You think yeah, that's see, once season three drops, it's a it's one of, going to be one of the biggest marketing pushes. The East Side hasn't seen the power of the those viral marketing campaigns, and if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Frank. Like oh, right no, now, like, it's, it's slow list, rolling. It I'm a hundred was, was was like that. Well, like I'm, like I've, like we've seen the power, but I'm just like uh, that was Ute list when it hadn't minted at the beginning. We're now trying to push a collection from eight point four uh, above ten. Um, Remember though, also, D God saw a high of twelve. So they've already yeah. done it. So like they it, now it's a retracement with lack of information on D God specifically. Look at Yuga's ecosystem and what their announcements are coming out around. It's going to be Legends of Mara. It's going to be heavy metal. It's going to be their games and not specific to either apes or mutants. It's newer assets. So my argument here is that for Yuga assets, my speculations on the newer plays, the newer options that they have, other deed expanded vessels, heavy metal, 
which are much cheaper entry price. And increasing that floor price could inherently bring the additional assets higher. But I think their goal is to continue to bring value back to those with the two new game releases. Whereas D-God's entire focus right now is increased floor price of D-God's and Utes. But how many times can you keep changing off the floor price to consistently stay above 10 ETH? Like, I feel like, yes, like they can do it a couple of times. And with Utes, we saw a huge delay on that. So I'm just like, okay, they can do it. Floor price might go up, but then does it retrace and settle back at 8.5? And then what's the next thing they'll come out with? I'm just a little bit concerned about how I agree with that exact statement. I agree with that exact situation entirely, but we haven't seen art change yet on ETH. This is the first major play for the bridge post ETH. So you know that they have to go all out because you fumble this or drop the ball here. It's going to be a much tougher hill to climb versus flipping mutants once, retracing under again, and then you have your runway set up. So like, well, the real question is, do you think, uh, that meme land and or D gods will collab with psyop. And will that be the reason why they get above me? They're going to collab with Ben and psyop. Just throwing it out there. I love the debate from easy and signal on D gods. It's going to be interesting. Spencer does Spencer ventures hold D gods. We still, we still only hold youths. Um, I haven't bought into D gods. You know, it's, it's not that I, I don't, believe in D gods. I just I look at like youths as and have looked at youths as sort of a more interesting in, uh, into the mic, exposure. please. We, we couldn't hear you. Oh. I said I, I look at um youths as a, like a more unique exposure basically. Um but I like D gods. I think that they like like you gotta think about it this way, right? If the bull market starts tomorrow, what collections run? For sure, youths, right? Like it's for sure, youths, captains, pudgies, right? Like that's the that. It, but I don't think the bull market could start in tomorrow. So the question is, do we think Frank can maintain this level of relevance within the overall market until the next bull market? I think reasonably yes, right? Like that. That doesn't seem like a crazy statement. Would it shock me if they fell off? No, it's NFTs, it's crypto. Things fall off all the time, right? But could they? Yeah, and I think you'd be kind of like. Out of, off your rocker to say there's no shot, right? And so I think that's your thesis. Now, do I think that Utes, D Gods does a 10x in the next month or two? No, I, I don't think that's happening. Um, and so it kind of is, has to do with where where your where your capital wants to sit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They 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 they, they seem good. Um, the ecosystem seems healthy, seems strong. I think, as you guys pointed out, there is a lot of pressure though on like what is the thing that you release as that collection, right? Like they've done a lot. We get it. Frank can do the whole hype everybody up, get the Twitterverse talking about you thing. I really want to see him deliver one more thing that's to the nth degree, right? Like we've seen them, D, uh, DNYC was great, but you know I don't think that that moved the needle so much for a lot of people, right? What is something that's like, oh, as a holder, I am really, 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 really hooked the fuck up to the nth degree. It doesn't have to be a huge, huge, huge item, right? Like I think about who's done that successfully. The group that I think has done that the best is Azuki. What's Azuki? Azuki is like three parties and a jacket and like a Red Bull partnership. That's <laughs> and a Azuki golden is. skateboard. Oh, and a golden skateboard auction. Like that's all Azuki is. But every single one of those things, like they spent seven mil on their event in New York and it was obscenely good, right? They spent... Are you sure they spent that much? Yeah, rumor has it. They spent a lot of money on the jackets, right? You got to imagine those uh, twin tires jackets. That was a couple mil total to do, right? Like you got to think that's like probably over a hundred bucks per jacket. You got ten thousand holders. Like that's not a cheap. It was exercise. free for holders. Free for holders. 
And so like, but and it and it's a great jacket. Like, and again, like the jacket in a fucking couple of parties, right? But they did it really well. And that's where I think like D Gods needs to do one thing that seems too good to like too good. And I think that's that's what I'm looking for them to do. And I, I think they can do it. They have the resources, they have the team. But like I want to see them execute something that isn't just like another NFT, whatever digital thing. It could be something digital, but like like what's something that's like truly mind-meltingly good? That's what they need to do. Okay. And then all right, how about this? One question for Easy and Spencer. How big of a factor is the polygon thing for Utes? Because Spencer just said unequivocally Utes would pump, but they're on polygon. Didn't say that. You said it unequivocally. <laughs> you said they will absolutely pump. There's no second best. This is the old, but uh, I think it's actually a pretty big factor. Like the thing is, looking at poly, if you look at polygon volume uh, across the board, the volume is rough. And it's just a simplistic fact that like people complain about bridging to soul. And despite polygon being an EVM chain, they're more focused on bridging to soul than polygon. Like soul's still doing over a million dollars in USD volume a day for NFTs. Polygon sitting about 560 and it's mostly games. Like the games are the ones that gain traction over there. And it's kind of been the case. We've seen Cyber Stadium with consistent volume. We've seen Pirate Nation with consistent volume, which actually then went to Arbitrum. We've seen even like you look at something like Immutable X, which is almost entirely Gods Unchained, a card game doing almost a million volume. It's tough when Polygon doesn't have like these flagship products. They just launched Do.gg, which is like a blur sort of iteration on Polygon yeah. for like hyper volume trading. And I'm a fan of Do. I've used it and I've traded Polygon assets, especially when uh, Utes was about to bridge. You saw a couple pumps and some good volume there, but the sustained volume is very limited because people would rather trade on ETH. And like, why would I want to bridge the Polygon when I can just trade ETH? <laughs> I, I love it. I, I got distracted for a second by the comments all talking about Clemente. It's pretty funny. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you only... Someone said it looks like he's playing pickleball. <laughs> if, if you're only... Dude, I bet Clemente crushes the pickleball. Dude, I would pick him on my team. He's a, D, he's a D1 tennis player. Oh, shit. Yeah. Athlete. So I think he can oh, handle some pickleball. Yeah, he, oh, he, he played in college. I mean, sure. I, I played squash with Nick the other day, and honestly, not even gonna lie, because like, look, I'll be the first person to make fun of Nick. Like, I think we all know this. I'll, I'll make fun of Nick in a heartbeat. But when we played pickleball the other day, his technique it wasn't pickleball. Oh, uh, squash, squash, squash. It's the same thing. Yeah, because Nick's got like a good lower frame of his body. You oh. know what I mean? Like he can really, yeah. You should have seen like the, the way he came through with the hips, like the way he drove through. I'm not a tennis guy, but you saw the hips move. You know well, what I, I mean? I was using tennis strategy for squash, which actually the real pros would actually say that I'm not doing it properly because the best squash players can really flick it with their wrist. Anyways, it's live and uh, five of the gladiators have already been uh, claimed. So uh, you should give away the code. All right. Well, here we go. Clemente, please. The tennis pro password is arena one arena one. So go to the nifty.com, put in the password arena one to claim today's free NFT courtesy of cyber stadium. Um, if you win a gold, we're going to give away 10 golden tickets today. And if you win a golden ticket, you have the, uh, you have won a gladiator, um, and kicks it while I'm, I'm pulling up the free NFT to mint today. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about the midnight heist a game you guys are rolling out? Yeah, definitely. So if you uh, if you all go to uh, Cyber Stadium on Twitter, you can see um, a, a a picture of the the UI for the new game. It looks quite beautiful, if I may say so myself. Um, but basically, the best way to describe it is 
it's, it is a, uh, attack, defend, auto battler game. You can kind of consider it sort of like team fight tactics and, uh, like rainbow six siege together. So the whole premise is, is one team is attacking and they're trying to like break in breach into a building and the other team is defending, um, that attack. So every time you join a match, you're going to get a random selection of gadgets, weapons, armor, and operators. And the operators all have different classes and abilities. And you basically draft your um, ideal team. You have a couple rerolls you can do if you try to if you're trying to find like an upgrade. Um, and then you'll go to a screen where you're basically like on a map and you can, you know, defend the front door. If you're on offense, you can YOLO all four of your operators through through one area. So it's an attack defend style uh auto battler game it's all 100 percent on chain art is made with uh ai but we're taking it uh, another level here we're going to be visualizing the battles with 3d models and everything like that so keep an eye out for midnight heist that'll be out in july uh we'll, we'll definitely do something uh with the nifty uh, ahead of that but for now uh, if you got a gold ticket you uh got a gladiator in cyber stadium in cyber stadium is another 100% on-chain auto-battler that we um, built that's been live for like 55 days now or, or longer. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, today's show is sponsored by Cyber Stadium Kicks' gaming enterprise. So obviously thrilled to have you know someone in the family sponsoring uh, the show today. Um, it seems like I think our, our platform might be lagging a little bit, but we'll you'll be able to claim these. The code's going to be the same. It'll be up and running. Don't worry about it. Um, and you're going slow. Okay. That, that's that's what happens when uh, uh, five hundred thousand people all at once attempt to uh, visit the site. That's what's going on. But Jim said, uh, "How do you know if you got the golden ticket? The NFT will be golden." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even trying to be sarcastic. Just literally, it'll be a golden ticket. You'll understand that. That's like if you go to Katz's Deli in New York and you say, "How do I know if I got the pastrami sandwich?" It's like, dude, if you You're open up. If it's a pastrami yeah. sandwich, that's how you know you got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, anyway, Love ladies and gentlemen, by the way, thanks for putting it together. Oh, th thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're definitely happy with the uh, the artwork. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like the artwork, leave a comment. Uh, you know, we love putting out these free NFTs. Uh, someone, Mike Knight here, is letting people know that the golden ticket is gold. So shout out to Mike Knight for uh, solving the tough problems here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. If it was your first time listening, we run the show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10, 15 a.m. Eastern time each and every week, talking all things NFTs, crypto, technology, entertainment, gaming, finance. Make sure you follow everybody on stage follow spencer kicks easy signal nick clemente absolutely everyone and uh we'll be back tomorrow we do a monday through friday like i said so check it out on apple Podcasts, spotify podcasts uh wherever you get your podcasts if you want to see our faces uh go on youtube anyway that's the show ladies and gentlemen we will catch you next time make sure you go to the nifty.com claim today's free nft thanks for listening